baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on the uh, – today's Wednesday, yeah? Yeah, let's go ahead and pack it in. The, we got to try to uh, follow the, the professor. The Ain't no day way. Day. I, know, edition, yes. I, I, got, I got news for Sean, who's our sports director, and Gary, our general manager. I think we absolutely violated fire code here in the Colwell Group 1 Banker's Field, too. I don't see that many people. And, look, none of us are small individuals. We all have a little rotundness about us. Yeah, uh, the Di- square footage got real short in here real quick. Dietrich, the professor, me, Kramer, and you uh, in, in a closet-sized uh, there was a lot of lies being told after the show. Well, and, you know, I think uh, Aaron's probably the only one that uh, probably meets his body mass index uh, relatively quickly. You and I and, and the professor, not so much. Uh, what a talented group, though. Uh, we, we, You know, he's uh, – thank God he's in the summer he can uh, uh, help us along with our parodies and so forth. And um, that, that guy's incredible. Uh, seriously, I'm not – He's funny. He, yeah. he, he he's, is and a good a, guy, just all-around yeah. good guy. Hey, yeah. He's the one that when I got my start with ESPN 97.7. Uh, I started doing a couple of halftime segments yep, with, with him, him. and uh, just a tremendously talented guy. Uh, yeah, always, it's fun to be around. Yeah, too. always a, a, appreciative of him. And uh, well, Jamie, we have uh, a little NBA Finals action. We do indeed. Coming up, is this uh, the swan song for uh, the Cavs this year? Or, let's see. Let's dial this back to a year ago. The Warriors had obliterated the Cavs. They were up two zero. We go back to Cleveland, and there was like a 30-something point beatdown administered by your Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, but I don't think history is going to repeat itself this year. Um, are you ready to come off the uh, one- or two-game win by the Cavaliers, or are you still sticking with no, it? No, I'm still sticking with it. Game that. three tonight in Cleveland, right? Yeah, I, th- I think Cleveland um, gets one of these two. Uh, I-, I think they push it to, to, to five or six. I-, I don't see it going seven at all. But uh, you know, I want to talk about the difference because a lot of people have – and you guys are more than welcome to chime in, 888-993-7762, 888 on the uh, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline or text line. Uh, Tabor, just a heads up, I- I'm doing this off my phone today. The computer screens are not up. And so I'm doing the zip, uh, our, our text line, trying to do that off my phone. So if you see a text, you might want to jump in there. But we are brought to you, go ahead and get that out, by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get for your animal anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Here's the difference. And everybody got on the I hate Kevin Durant bandwagon. He's chasing rings. He's chasing rings. You look what Kevin Durant has done. Kevin Durant went from Oklahoma City. Now, remember, Jamie, Oklahoma City last year? with Russell Westbrook and Durant and company, had a 3-1 to lead in the Western Conference yeah. Finals against Oklahoma City, or against Golden State. They were up 3-1. They lose the series. 4-3. Yeah, the, 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 you know, they push it to, to 7, and, and Golden State wins. Golden State had the best record in the history of the league last year. Uh, you got Russell Westbrook, who was a one-man wrecking crew, who, who I would pay to watch play. 
I absolutely would pay to watch Russell Westbrook uh, play basketball, but it's not really not conducive to winning a bunch of games. He Russell makes Russell better, and that's kind of what he does. Oh, he gets a triple double. I, I'm so sick of the stat mongers on that stuff. He'll wear the rings. Uh, well, you know, not even that, but he's a he's a high volume, low percentage shooting guard. At the end of the day, he, the kid's an incredible athlete. He's a good rebounder. He'll pass it on occasion with his triple doubles. But he's a 41, 42% shooter from the field, which is not good. And he shoots a ton of them. So, anyway, Durant, his contract was up. Finals with Westbrook. Look, they got there with Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Can you yeah. imagine the misery of that just in the layup line? Be, be the fourth cog in that wheel. See how well that goes for you. So Durant says, you know what? He goes and visits with Steph Curry, visits with Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kerr, et cetera, and jumps to the Warriors as a free agent has the opportunity to do. It's free agents from the history of basketball or any other sport is done. Goes to the Warriors. He gets better looks, probably more shots. He's a huge piece to that puzzle. They've lost one game since two weeks after Valentine. Total. Mm, so, unbelievable. I mean, so the, the guy, well, he's just chasing rings. It's not going to be the same. Oh, yeah, it is. And it's, money. He's chasing rings and money. He's got all the money he wants. I mean, you know, I mean, how many mansions can you actually buy? But Durant, are, you know, it's in the, always been in the conversation for one of the top two or three players in the world. I'm still not buying that he's better than LeBron because he's not. But the value he's brought, and I guess this is the beauty of the Warriors when I look at them. The beauty of the Warriors is that they have some interchangeable pieces. They got some Hall of Fame guys, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Steph Curry's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Kevin Durant's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Very likely Clay Thompson and possibly uh, Draymond Green, who is the 2017 version of Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. He does the dirty stuff. That's fair enough. He he's a physical defender. He's an inspirational type leader. He's the crazy the enforcer. He's the crazy guy. You got to have one. But they fit together so well. Clay Thompson, to me. And you guys are going to be crazy when I tell you this. Clay Thompson has been the MVP of the series so far. Not because he shot the ball well, although he did shoot it well in game two. Clay Thompson, I mean, Clay Thompson is 6'7, 220. That cat can lock you down, and he's played a very, very good job. On um, on LeBron James so far. Well, and I think the you know this was alluded to uh, on the morning drive about if you're the Warriors, you got you got a multitude of choices that could guard LeBron, and then this was brought up about. You know, LeBron basically having to carry the Cavaliers on his back because Irving and and uh, Love have not been as productive as they not to say Love, they Love can't has played be. well. No, no, I disagree. Love Kevin Love has played well, well. but but the, Ky- Kyrie Irving has been a disappointment. The sort of supporting cast, though, and and if you're in the Warriors, you can you can switch off Green, you can switch off uh, as you indicated. Uh, there's so many options there defensively for the Warriors to guard LeBron. Uh, you know, minutes played or whatever. I, I, who knows? I mean, it's just, I guess you'd have to at this point say the Warriors bench is deeper. Um, in the first two games, you know, I'm just, I'm not surprised necessarily by the, the Golden State one. It's just the margin of victory that I've seen so far. And, and how can Cleveland come back? This is this is a situation where if uh, has the minute passed Cleveland at this point, um, as the hour, you know, is, is Father Time catching up with them? I don't no, know. No, they're just playing a better team. Because Golden, well, Golden State, I think, it, to your point, I think is is primed. If you look at that roster, they're primed for a long-term 
You're talking possible dynasty. You want to talk upgrade. They traded Harrison Barnes, who was a key factor for them last year. Mm-hmm. He was like the fifth Beatle. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, well, you know, somebody's not here to carry the drum set, so we got a problem. They upgraded. They took Harrison Barnes, shipped him to my Dallas Mavericks, and they signed Kevin Durant. Uh, that's like, let, let me put this in, in something that will make everybody mad. That's like uh, upgrading your girlfriend from Rosie O'Donnell to a supermodel, yeah. to Giselle. And you're going, yeah, that was a, you know, the, the Warriors people got to be sitting back going, yeah, that was that was a really good move on our part. And one that won't steal from you. Boy, yes, yes. Glad I answered that phone call. Right, right. But yeah, the, the, yeah, and yeah, they're not stealing money from your wallet. I mean, that's that's exactly that's very key. So, you know, the 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 Warriors are set to win. The Cavaliers are head and shoulders above anybody else out there. And again, don't discount them. But I think the Kevin Durant factor, uh, and he's been injured a lot of his career. I think the Kevin Durant factor, the fact that they guard you, uh, it's just it's too much if they're hitting on all cylinders. I just don't see somebody beating. I don't see the, the Cavs coming back doing it. And I was for the Cavs last year. I'm pulling for the Cavs this year. It's I not agree. like I'm a hardcore guy. but uh, And LeBron James has played well, folks. He has. I mean, that no guy's question. been dominant. But you can put J.R. Smith. You know, anytime you have to count on J.R. Smith, Schumpert. The other day, played 20 minutes. He had to have an IV after the game. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then did you see the report after the game? They had a reporter that went in the locker room, and he, and he filed a report. And, you know, everybody th- this day and age is so sensitive to what anybody's going to say. Uh, you know, you, if you're a reporter, you got to spin how when you got beat by 73 points, it was probably not your fault. You were cheated. But the reporter's like, yeah, I went into the, uh, to the Cavs locker room, and there was a very distinct smell in the air and no it wasn't sweat it was weed he said very distinctive odor in the cleveland cavaliers locker room post game well i would have i probably would have lit up one or two uh, i would have lit it up during the game but and then he goes look i'm not saying anybody it could have been a reporter or somebody else that walked in with that smell on it and and he's trying to cover himself and so i mean you don't know what's happening there could could nba players actually smoke marijuana oh my god probably i say it's not so jamie again is the pope catholic uh yes yes he is that's a a pretty safe bet probably doesn't steal money from you no probably not doesn't have to these folks don't have to steal money from me but uh again uh from a at this point you know marijuana in in any shape form it's kind of like little debbies now right i mean you know hey it's it's um, unfortunately, you know, I'm, they're going to do it regardless. <laughs> Little Debbies. Little Debbies. Um, it's just a situation where. You okay, know, okay, I got to stop. I got to stop you. I got to ask this. Okay. When's the last weed head? I'm thinking Cheech and Chong and everybody. Mm-hmm. When's the last weed head that you saw that weighed 500 pounds? They're not out there, <laughs> and they should be. Yeah. Uh, the, a little Debbie uh, addict. Yeah, they're going to weigh 500 pounds. So therein lies the difference. Well, that explains my problem. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't participate in anything uh, in, in any kind of tobacco. But uh, you throw a little Debbie in front of me, and you better you better move that hand quick, or you may draw back a nub. Um, but here's the thing. Um, anyway, with the with the with the depth, I mean, again, we're talking about when, when you think of the Cavaliers, you think of the big three, right? You think of Irving, you know, LeBron, and Kevin Love. Yep. I can't. But with the Warriors, you're talking, you know, Durant, Curry, you know, Draymond. It goes on and on. And then I just think with with this particular series, seven game series, and you think about this, and a lot of, a lot of people brought this up, but again. You got a lot of the Warriors playing 82 games. The NBA season is is a grind. 
There's no question about it. I mean, how many in exhibition? How many do they play? Twenty, thirty exhibition games? Yeah, something ridiculous. So I mean, by the time your season is over, now granted, LeBron isn't playing that many exhibition games, but I mean, that's that's a toll on your body. You're seeing Steve Kerr right now suffer from the effects of a long playing career. Uh, you know, the the damage to his back. Uh, there's no there's no telling. I think he's like leaking spinal fluid or something awful like that. So uh, it does it does put a uh, and, and then again, of course, the minutes log during a game, and um, you're talking about the pinnacle of of athleticism here. So again, I hope it goes for the for the obviously the network's uh, benefit. I hope it does go at least five or six games. But this thing going seven doesn't look likely. No, I don't think it's going to either. Uh, we're going to come back. Colin Kaepernick still unemployed. The Seattle Seahawks uh, decide to go in another direction and. I'm an average football fan, I would say. I'm not a huge, huge, just like living, you know, like our friend Sean Williams or Sean Fox. or, yeah. or I mean, they know everything about everything. They do. But, uh, yeah, they signed a quarterback I've never heard of to back up uh, the Russell Wilson in Seattle. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some of the people's reaction to Colin Kaepernick still being unemployed. Why does it matter? Should it matter? Should anybody care? And uh, a little bit of the pitfalls there. Um. If we have time, I'd like to uh, – Bill Belichick was interviewed recently. And uh, Mr. Congeniality is in uh, midseason form. Uh, you thought we – you know, we have the uh, – I would say the rap of being grumpy old men. You haven't met Bill Belichick. i got to get him and Bobby Knight together. Aren't they the ultimate get-off-my-lawn guys? Oh, my God. Get off my lawn, you kids. They make us look absolutely perky. I like it, man. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. The debauchery continues when we return. This segment brought to you by our friends at Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design Tower Drive Monroe. $7.99 lunch special. Go see them. Tell them you heard about it on The Edge and ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, back on Memento. Brennan Dodge is pleased to announce our Drive and Discover sales event going on now. This is Steve Brennan inviting you to take a test drive in our new models and see the difference, especially in the all-new 17 Jeep Compass and Advanced Pacifica. Get 20% off all 17 Charger SEs. 17 Challengers have 3250 in rebates. 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn has 6000 in rebates. And 17 1500 Crew Laramie has 4750 in rebates. Take a test drive during the Drive and Discover sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Hi, Kevin from Hitech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. The storewide liquidation sale at Bacchus True Value is almost at an end. Most items are 50% off. Yes, half price while they last. Plus, all guns, every gun is priced to move. Make us an offer. All inflatable bounce houses are now half price. Hurry to Bacchus for 50% off most items, including all rental equipment, save on apparel, ammo, V-belts, hardware boxes, and more. It's all got to go. The storewide liquidation sale in soon, so hurry to back us true value and rust it. Every gun is priced to move. Make us an offer. If you could talk to your animal when they say, 
They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the hump day edition of The Edge. Segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Well, uh, much to do, a little NFL offseason stuff. Everybody's been wondering. You know, Colin Kaepernick has to be the most famous person without a job in the NFL or, or any professional sport yeah. uh, in a long time. Leaving San Francisco, uh, demanding about a $10 million a year salary, which is uh, is NFL standards for my, under, my research and limited as it, be, as it is. A $10 million a year salary for a backup quarterback, that's a really good backup quarterback or a low-end starting quarterback. So, not you know, thus far, none of the 32 teams have signed him. And the Seahawks, uh, Michael Bennett, some people very progressive in the Seahawks organization, really pushing for Colin Kaepernick to be signed as a backup. Kaepernick pushing for it. Pete Carroll, uh, certainly a politically conscious uh, Pete Carroll thought about the, it. The, the Seattle area uh, with Microsoft and all that stuff there. Uh, Probably the best fit outside of San Francisco yeah, he could have found. Yeah. I, no question about it. Yeah, they said uh, thanks, but no thanks. We uh, we will keep your. How many times you heard this? Look, uh, we made a decision, but we're going to keep your application on file. Uh, Happens to for me every day. Future yeah. reference. Yes. Now at this point, anyway, they signed uh, Austin Davis, who you said was a Southern Miss guy. Yeah, I actually played for the uh, started a few games for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, had a good, <laughs> pretty good career at, at USM, but uh, is is at best as a you know fringe NFL quarterback, and uh, they took him over Kaepernick. Well, we, we, of course, all the social media people, Mike Freeman, who I guess is an NFL guy, uh, Mike Freeman uh, tweets out the Austin Music Festival is greater than Austin Davis. Uh, Melissa Jacobs, who's Twitter at the football girl. I guess she's somebody in particular. She's a verified account, so I'm assuming she is a a, a, a football writer or blogger. I'm guessing blogger. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. was brought back from hell. Kaepernick passed up for Austin freaking Davis. It's not even 130. Uh, Let's see. What else we have? Uh, yeah, but there's one caveat they're not bringing up. What's that? He didn't get $10 million, money. did he? No, and in fact, he wasn't going to be. He, I think, somebody he was demanding eight million. Nobody was willing to meet that, and now, so what he does is he goes to Seattle, thinks he's going to, to uh, play his cards there, and in, instead of, he doubles down and goes to ten million, and they and Pete Carroll of all the places, that probably would welcome Colin Kaepernick with open arms. He bid himself out of that job. So I mean, when you're looking for work. You can't really bargain. You you don't have the bargaining chip when it comes to salary. You know, uh, thirty thousand sounds really good to me right now. Well, Mike Freeman today a corpse was signed. The team said the corpse fit their system better than Kaepernick. 
another social uh, blogger. I really don't want Mike Freeman to have a stroke, but NFL execs seem destined to make it so by not signing Kaepernick. Because he won't, because of his salary demands. It has nothing to do with his ability, uh, which is not as good as Russell Wilson. He doesn't deserve to be a starter at this point. Well, Pete, but Car- Pete Carroll made this comment. He said he needed to be a starter, yeah. but yeah. I think he was. That's that's called being politically correct. Deflection. Deflection, right. Deflection. If he was that good, they'd have signed him. This I mean, is- if they really wanted him, $10 million, they'd have done it. <laughs> and Andy, the text in on my phone, he goes, you know, it's like tell, it's like breaking up with your girlfriend. Yes. And you tell her, you deserve somebody so much better than me. <laughs> done it. <laughs> you deserve somebody so much better. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, at the end of the day, yeah, you're out of that relationship. Woo! So, in a way, that's what Pete Carroll said to Colin Kaepernick. You deserve somebody so much better. Uh, but, you know, let's go further into that. I mean, people are, are so upset that he's not being signed or, or, or what have you. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's economic. All these people, these owners that run professional organizations. Oh, by the way, i got a movie you got to see. I watched it last night. You got another one? Oh, man, this, this is one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. It's called Founder. It was the story of uh, Ray Kroc. Oh, yeah, the, the San Diego Padres. Yeah, the McDonald's, McDonald's guy yeah. and how he uh, buffaloed the McDonald brothers. And I, was, I was trying to tell my wife and my daughter, we were watching it together. I'm like, you know, movies sometimes, they're a portrayal of a way a director or a writer sees events happening. They're not necessarily verbatim. You know, they're not necessarily checked for accuracy. I mean, go look at JFK from Oliver Stone. Right. Not exactly based in uh, complete and utter uh, truthful history, but nonetheless, uh, it, it goes back to an organizational belief. What's your organizational, your fundamental belief? And right now with the NFL, Colin Kaepernick, you know, they can read the stats. Do you think Hank Williams coming back to uh, to Monday Night Football, do you think that's an accident? You're just like, okay, you've paid your penance. Hank Williams uh, had a couple of tweets that were negative about uh, President Obama back in, what, 2011? Maybe so. This is the same network that hired Rush Limbaugh and Dennis Miller and OJ, okay? So let's just say they've had a diversity of talent on the air over the years at Howard Cosell. And they're going to hire who works for him. Who was who, who, Howard Cosell, who was drunk during a Denver game one time. Uh, they, I knew there was something wrong with, with Howie that day. Uh, yeah, his famous quote, they were playing in Denver. He goes, yeah, we're here at Mile High Stadium, and so am I. And they had, they had to cart him off at halftime of the football game. At any rate, so they bring Hank Williams Jr. back. And, again, you know, people can say what they want about any leader or president or whoever, and you can say what you want. There's repercussions with that. Hank Williams suffered some of those. You know, it's like now with Trump. You took everything, people, you took all the negative uh, things thrown at Trump from the media or from the sport. You'd have nobody on television ever. You know, Kurt Schilling would still have a show. That'd be about it. So uh, maybe they're trying to, to transcend that. You're bringing Hank Williams back. It's making Monday night sort of a celebration again. Yeah, which it, uh, which uh, it was at one point. Yeah, though. it was, absolutely. Growing up, man, I used to sneak oh, up gosh. and, and get, get under the couch and watch it because uh, I was supposed to be going to bed as a little kid. So, yeah, it's um, – and Steve goes, if Kaepernick can't benefit a team, why sign him? Regardless of his politics, it seems his skills are gone. And if they don't want him because of politics, hey, that's their deal. Well, that, I can't disagree with that. And that's true. But, I mean, when when you're viewed in that way, you don't have the bargaining chip to demand 8 or $10 million. You have to 
basically take uh, it's 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 not a uh, you know it's a it's a uh, at this point it's not his market to determine that he's got to take pretty much what's out there just like you and I basically have to do that uh, you know we're not in a position where we can command uh, a lot of dollars right now. Um, Wish that was the case. I'm going to demand a Wendy's cheese, a Wendy's cheese, our Powerworks gourmet pizza by design from Gary McKinney once every year, or I'm not coming back. Sorry, you have to wait till next contract uh, for that. Uh, that'll be next year, Terry. Uh, don't uh, don't uh, as they say in your nest. And I want uh, extra cheese, extra cheese. Box. Hey, that's now that's something we can live with. Colin Kaepernick, not so much. Uh, you basically don't have the negotiating, and, and that's the problem. At least, this is why I don't think Colin is really that bright. He's not learning from his mistakes. He's not going, okay, you know what? I'm going to not demand so much money. I'm going to ask for $10 million since I didn't get 8 I mean, that's when you go, okay, there may be a reason why. It has nothing to do with this other stuff. If he can't figure that out, then, you know, you got to wonder what's going to happen when he sees a cover two next time. So, anyway... Um, this is where we stand right now, and, and at some point in time, Austin Davis is, you know, like I said, he got his start with the Cleveland Browns, I believe that's who drafted him. I think Tabor's quarterback I think for the he Cleveland was, Browns. Well, that was, he was quarterback number 34 or something in Cleveland. Um, and so you washed out there. Um, who was the other backup they brought in? Um, it was uh, Travoy Boykin. Travoy of TCU fame who has had some hot water. So don't say the NFL doesn't believe in redemption. Uh, Travon, Travon Boykin is, is, is getting into Joe Mixon and, and Pac-Man Jones territory. He got kicked out off his TC, and he was a celebrity in Fort Worth. Oh, my god! I mean, gosh. that guy was a player now. He gets kicked off his, uh, the TCU football team the night before they're playing in the Alamo Bowl for being drunk and disorderly and I think punching a police officer. That'll do it. And yeah, that, that pretty much does it. And I know we had another DUI issue here recently, maybe in the last couple months. So uh, I guess they're sending the limousine. How he's not playing for Cincinnati right now uh, amazes me. I mean, it seems like a, a great fit for him at Cincinnati with, with Burfecht and uh, Pac-Man Jones. And I actually feel bad for Joe Mixon. That's your mentor, Adam Pac-Man Jones, Vontez Burfecht. Really? Well, read a little bit about Mixon the other day. Mixon is now going to be training uh, in Houston uh, during the offseason over the summer with one Adrian Peterson. Uh, got a little hot water, too. Hey, look, I take Adrian Peterson all day, every day. Yeah. I took up for Adrian Peterson on that. Yeah. He, he, he disciplined his child. Uh, you know, if, if you're over 40, you probably had your butt kicked by your parents before, and they left marks. Uh, if you're under 40, you're just horrified by what I said. So now we're getting into the corporal punishment section of the Yeah, edge. I mean, look, yeah. so Adrian Peterson is a politically correct deal. Everybody shouldn't have done that. Okay, wh- whatever. He did what he thought was necessary. Was it overboard? Uh, you know, I guess in some people's opinion it was. Some people it wasn't. But the difference in Adrian Peterson disciplining his child and Joe Mixon breaking a lady's face, and, and we don't. This is only an hour show. We don't have time to go through the transgressions of Adam Pacman Jones, or, or even Perfect, who those two contributed to a loss two years ago for the Steelers in the playoffs. Yeah, no uh, question about or, it. Or contributed to the Steelers winning. I mean, you talk about taking victory from the jaws of defeat. Better yet, you just took defeat from the jaws of victory. Congratulations, Pacman and Perfect. But you know, uh, the thing about uh, he's Vontaze been a guy of the tunnel. Jimmy, the guy was in the tunnel running up, and they cheap-shotted him out of bounds. 
you know, where's Mr. Met? So so now Mr. Met doing what he did is, is a big thing. I don't understand that now. You know, it's a, it's a little bit crazy. Um, Von, by the way, Mr. Met got robbed. I'm, I'm, we won't go into that. I'm not going to go off the rails here, but I've seen that over and over again. It was a very quick hello sign. He turned his back and continued to walk down the tunnel. I so think it was I, discriminatory. I'm making up. I'm, no, I do. I think we need a GoFundMe account for Mr. Matt. He only had four fingers. That's right. American with Disabilities Act. Thank you. So. I like the way you're thinking, you Jamie You tell Fox. me. You tell me there isn't a lawsuit waiting here. The, the guy's only got four fingers. So we're, In a glove. In a white glove, which he was paying tribute to Michael Jackson on that. So, again, <laughs> here we are, you know, uh, swallowing camels and choking on gnats. Um and yet we have Pac-Man Jones being the mentor, which that's a, that's a big thing in corporate America, too. We're going to mentor you. We're going to – it's all about your feelings. We're going to get you diversity. We're going to teach you how to think outside the – embrace. Except if it's you, Jamie Foxx, you, you little gnat you, you little, you little whatever, you know, you, you mean little little man. And I'm thinking, you're mean, okay, you're a mean I'm a little mean man. little man. Uh, but anyway, um, Mr. Matt is, is is out of work, and then we have uh, Joe Mixon being. And I'm sorry, Pac-Man Jones. I want that. I've got to. I want the Bengals to continue to employ him because that's the only way we're going to get a tax dollar out of Pac-Man Jones is he's is his salary. At least he's paying taxes. But other than that, it's pretty low life. And I got another low life for that's you. That's not the break. one you want mentoring someone who has a little bit of a troubled past, which this could be Mixon's only big transgression. Who knows? But uh, you want to you want to get him straightened out. You don't let him come near Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, yeah. You bubble wrap Pac-Man, put him on an island somewhere, bring him in for football games. Uh, at any rate, we come back. We're going to take our break. We come back. We're going to talk. Uh, about a team that wants out of the SEC West, and now they're getting lobbying to anybody and anybody that will listen. And also a college president and two other college administrators getting ready to be sentenced to prison, potentially, on Friday. You're going to want to hear this one. You'll see ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. Segment brought to you by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialized in criminal offense, wrongful death personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby Manning is going to fight for you folks. I will guarantee that 100%. Give him a call today. 318-342-1411. 318-342-1411. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. Premier is Farmerville's all-new Chevrolet Buick GMC dealer. That's right, the all-new Premier Chevy's here, and we're kicking off our grand opening with chilling and grilling. We're making smoking hot deals on a Premier selection of new and used cars and trucks, plus every buyer gets a free grill and a cooler. Now there's another great reason to come to Farmerville. The all-new Premier Chevy, Sterlington Highway in Farmerville, or shop us online at mypremierchevy.com. This is a cool place to buy a car. Wednesdays are loaded at Hot Rod Barbecue. 
Loaded baked potato, that is, with meat. It's the special of the day all day long for just $5.49. You can't get this anywhere else for under $6. Sour cream, cheese, butter, chives, bacon bits, and don't forget the meat. Your choice of ham, pulled pork, sausage, turkey, and brisket. Everybody loves the loaded baked potato, and you know it's going to be good every time. At Hot Rod Barbecue, more than just lunch. Highway 33 North in Ruston. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln has sold a bunch of new cars and taken in a bunch of trades. So the lot is filled with over 65 clean used vehicles at nice low prices. Trucks to SUVs, certified pre-owned Lincolns to economy cars, many under 10,000, and most qualify for the convenient buy here, pay here program. Remember, if they don't have it, they'll go get it. Check the inventory at jmallardford.com. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Here's a heads up, guys, for the month of June. Since it's the uh, most popular month for weddings, your anniversary is probably this month, okay? So National Jewelry's ready with the most popular gifts for your gal, like the new stackable rings, diamond jackets to enhance her diamond earrings, 20% off all pearls. June is anniversary month. Don't forget yours, okay? Stop by National Jewelry, Reynolds Drive in Ruston, your diamond and engagement ring store. Your opinion no matter this a maniac is gonna step on The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling with you here on the Hump Day edition of The Edge. John Tabor running the Death Star at his usual perched, enlightened position. Uh, Interesting things going on, Jamie. A couple things. Number one, uh, Friday, there's going to be a sentencing phase for former Penn State President Graham Spanier Mm -hmm. and two of other administrators who were found guilty uh, not reporting some of the Sandusky-related issues back in 2001. So unprecedented here, a college president potentially going to do jail time. I think all of, like, what, 30 days, though, right? Or doesn't matter. They're sending a pre- – you, you want to get – Sending a college president You want to get college president's attention, send one of them to jail. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a pretty significant deal. And he will serve jail time. Um, yeah, I mean – you know, at the end of the day, you you're accountable. I mean, I just think so many people kicked this under the under the rug and pretended it didn't happen. And you know, I, I still think Penn State got off incredibly light, all things considered. Look, they were in the Rose Bowl last year. Uh, you know, and, and not, it has nothing to do with the kids that are there now. I, I get that. I understand that. Nothing to do with the coaches that are there now, but just that culture. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people, I just had a guy tweet me, a lot of th- similar things that uh, went on at Baylor, just sort of out of control by all apparent things that I've read, just sort of an out of control situation. Had nothing to do with the kids that are there now for the most part. But uh, what message are you sending? I mean, we're going to, you know, it goes back to the old, uh, the great Tarkanian quote, you know, the NCAA is going to be so mad at Kentucky that they're going to penalize Cleveland State for four more years of probation. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what's your quote about uh you know, swatting, uh, uh, swallowing camels and choking on yeah, gnats. Uh, yes. Again, the NCAA with 
with very little crowd. But it should be interesting to see how that, that plays out because as a coach, as a trainer, as an administrator, any person in authority, it is your duty and, and legally to report things of that nature. And, you know, I wrote an article about this when it came out in 2011 that got picked up by quite a few people. There's no way people didn't know. Mm-hmm. There, there, I, I'm sorry. There's no – am I cast, castigating blame on any one individual? Um, ultimately, your president knows everything going on on that campus. Uh, Joe Paterno. Or should. No, they know. I'm sorry. They know. Now, they have plausible deniability. They know. Believe me. It's like the CEO of a major uh, – like your CEO at CenturyLink. He knows. Or, or anybody, he knows. Now, is there deniability? Is there layers to protect? Yes, they know. Uh, you don't get to that position by not knowing. And I think, and again, my theory, my working theory on Sandusky, and I get a little. Uh, you get a little exercise. I, I get about a little. It. I get a little rate about it. My working theory, and I believe it is accurate. I, I think it's a hundred percent accurate. It is a theory on my part, though, is that they found out about it. They stripped him of his position. You can't coach here anymore. It's a year after he's the assistant coach of the year. He's he's in line probably to be the successor to Paterno or at least go somewhere else. They stripped him of his position. Uh, he continued doing stuff. They found it out again, and they, they hey, we're going to tell. And he goes, great, tell, because I'm going to tell him you knew about it. And I think that collusion and, and the people, because he was going to take them down with it. It wasn't a matter if it was going to, it was just win. And so I firmly believe that, that he said, okay, great, turn me in because, uh, yeah, I got something to tell yeah, them, too. Is, You'll go is, down with me. This is pedophilia we're talking about, though. I mean, this is a total different. To me, uh, you know, they're going to be making a movie about it. Shane wants to know if he can borrow money. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I, I had it. A, a Shane, couple, at one time I would let you borrow it. A, but, couple, uh, a couple hundred. I don't, uh, I don't it's, know it's, it's, it's not in my possession anymore. Um, wasn't there long either. And, and, and Dinner, too. I mean, hell, if I hadn't bought dinner, I'd have kind of understood. But I paid for everything. Okay. Oh, indeed so anyway, you did. Oh, dearly. Yes, I indeed did. Indeed you did. Yes, I did. I should send flowers, perhaps, instead of being bitter. <laughs> to yourself. Yes, to myself. Uh, Al Pacino supposedly is going to play Joe Paterno, and I, I like the choice of that. But, And I brought this up yesterday. Terry, I, I just, I mean, like I said, even Barbara Bush says, you know sex is when you see it. Um this is this you just is such a Barbara Bush and sex in the same. All statement. right, well, so did Dana Carvey, so we're even. Um, this is the same thing about to me, uh, where you're bringing in something that is so it, it involves children. If this was between consenting adults, like I would, I would, I'm not going to go see it because I would go see my mom. I would go see. Uh, I want to be the actor that gets chosen to be looking for Mr. Goodbar. But I don't want to be the actor. Don't 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 respond. Well, you not, got a I'm better not, chance for the Wizard of the Oz remake. I'm not, I'm, well, you interrupted my thought there. <laughs> <laughs> but I was. Uh, but but seeing something where you know they're going to have to at some point chime in in, in somewhat graphic detail, showing a grown man having sex with a young boy. That's that's very unpalatable. It's it's not necessary. It's in the past. Uh, it's not something like. Okay, if they do it, is that going to stop somebody in the future from doing it? Is there, is there something that can be learned from this? Well, what the what Penn State didn't do, which has already been documented ad nauseum, graphic detail, all these things have been, you know, 
hashed out in court, in open court. All this is out there for public discourse. And now they're going to turn around and, and I, you know, again, I know we, we seem hypocritical here because, you know, history is learning from the past. But, I mean, something like this that is so graphic doesn't, to me, doesn't really, is it really worth the $5? And, of course, I don't go to movies much anyway. It's more than $5, Chief. Well, see, that tells you how long it's been since I've been to a movie. Yes, it, so, it, is, it is worthy, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I think, uh, to me, and, again, any, and I had this conversation with my wife and daughter last mm-hmm. night, and they're getting ready to boycott McDonald's because they're mad at Ray Kroc. Because of what the movie showed. The movie showed him to be just a complete and utter, just ruthless individual. Probably was. Whether that's true or not, I can't tell you. But it's like I was telling them, look, this is a writer's interpretation of the events. It might be, you know, 100% accurate. Then again, it might be a slam job. I mean, if we were, if we took movies 100% accurately, Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth, we'd already be, you know, polar bears would be in the parking lot outside the Colwell Banker Studio as there's no ice in the Arctic. Right. And so... A movie like this, it tells a story. It and Penn State skated. I don't care what you say. Penn State got away with that because Penn State's worth a lot of money. Uh, they did. They 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 got fined. They did this. They did that. Uh, look at what happened to SMU. Let me ask you a question. Do you think what happened in SMU in the eighties with with everybody from the governor of Texas on down the line buying football players? Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Uh, and they they give the death penalty. SMU. Uh, let me let me give you the comparison. Well, SMU is the test case why they never have yeah. shut down another program. In the seventies and eighties, SMU would be the equivalent of, I would say, oh, Michigan State maybe. Oh, they were strong. I mean, they were good. Craig James, they, Eric Dickerson. Yeah, they were top yeah. twenty every year, and top they, ten. Yeah, they shut them down. All right, and and you know they were blatantly cheating and all that. And then you weigh that against Penn State or Baylor. Seriously? I mean, we, we, this was the death penalty case. And then the other two cases are like, yeah, you know, we'll just kind of we'll do our stuff. And I know times change, facts change. It's hard comparing those two eras. But Penn State skated on, on, on everything there. I mean, ultimately, is the institution accountable for it? I mean, they had a bowl ban for a couple of years. Had nothing to do with the kids that were there then. But it's your administration, it's your leadership. If you don't think more than one or two people knew about that, you're crazy. They well, absolutely died. Look, they absolutely did. That's what blows me away about this. I cannot remember his name the other day that was just screaming and hollering that they need to shut down Baylor. They need to just completely give the death penalty to Baylor. And I'm going, and, and most people are going, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about Penn State? To me, Penn State is almost is even more egregious because it involves children. Uh, this involved teenagers and people 18 to 22 years of age. I'm not making excuses for that kind of behavior. But, again, a child, you know, say 12 years or younger, which is basically was Sand- Sandusky's uh, choice of victims, I mean, it would be they're, – they're, they're depend- a lot of these kids came from disadvantaged backgrounds, didn't have the resources – and, and so forth. I mean, it, it's, it's really, really, really hard to swallow. And it's it's not – but Penn State continues to get bowl money and everything yeah, else. Let, let me boil Penn State down for you before we get ready to go to break. And I, I'm going to try to keep a a, a reasonable uh, degree of decorum here on this. At the end of the day, Penn State did not let Sandusky coach anymore. This is, I, I want to say, a 98-99. 
Uh, however, they let him keep his keys to the building. Yes. No, no, it goes further than that. He had weight room access, locker room access. They let him go to a bowl game and take a kid with him, knowing, in my mind, all of these things. And then, on top of that, they they said, okay, look, I'm not going to coach anymore so I can spend more time with children. And there's not somebody at Penn State that said, yeah, that's a problem. But it's the me generation uh, it's, it's, we're going to have to go to break. So yeah, we, we, we got to get this call to catch. Yeah, so after we, the, we're going to catch the call. John, tell the caller to hang on after the break. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. Sorry, I got a little bit heated on that one, but that uh, you always have. That, that and greatly, wrote about it. That yeah. greatly perturbs me uh, with Penn State. And uh, yeah, they're they're basically they skated on the whole deal. So you'll see ESPN 97.7. Uh, back in a minute. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln is proud to support the men and women who serve. So for a limited time, J. Mallard Ford is giving an extra $1,000 rebate to all first responders and military personnel, active duty or retired. Currently, J. Mallard has six 2016 F-150s in stock. Come see them and add that extra $1,000 to the already big rebates and discounts. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro, online at jmallardford.com. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here. 
getting ready to close the edge down on a, a semi-non-controversial day on the edge. Hey, I got a new thing for you, Jamie. I like this in the SEC. It's called, if Alabama is in your division, come up with reasons to go to the SEC East. Sounds good enough to me. Yeah, Auburn, Pat Dye, the old Auburn coast. Like, you know, it makes a lot of sense. We're in the East. We should be in the East. Yeah, Paul. I like, you know, here, I, I agree with him. I think they should move Alabama and Auburn to the SEC East. <laughs> well, that wouldn't go over well. And another, uh, Tennessee's not real happy about having to play. And actually, they are in different divisions. But Tennessee, you have, as, as LSU has Florida every year. You have your common opponent opponent in the opposite division every year. Uh, it's one common opponent. And in LSU's case, it's Florida. No, thank you. In Alabama's case, it's Tennessee. And then you have another uh, each year on a rotating basis. But there is one common opponent every year from the opposite division you're going to have to play. Uh, in this case, both Tennessee and Auburn have expressed a desire to move to the SEC East. Uh, and that brings Missouri, who certainly doesn't want to go to the SEC West. What difference does it make if you're Missouri? Seriously? You go back to the Big 12 is what you do. Uh, no, they're making they're cashing checks, man. Yeah, it ain't about right. winning games. That's cashing checks, and they are cashing. They're checks. cashing checks, man. Yeah, their their athletic budget, uh, but you know Missouri's had some you know enrollment issues now. But uh, uh, as far as from the athletic standpoint, if you're the college president of Missouri, you're not sweating it out near as much as you are in the Big Twelve because, as you said, there's a lot more revenue flowing into that athletic department. That's pressure off the academic side. So yeah, I think I think we do that with our friends at Auburn. You know what? We are going to put you in the SEC. We're going to revamp this, right? And uh, yeah, you and Alabama are now going to the SEC East. Oops, that think wasn't they, what they intended. You think they'd sign off on that? I don't think they would because uh, Auburn wants to, I think, distance themselves as far as they can from Alabama. I get that. I don't blame them. John, let's jump to the uh, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline. John, I'm kind of flying blind here with uh, with no screen this morning. Tell us who we have. We have and, Joe. Uh, welcome in, caller. Joe. Joe, welcome Joe. in, man. Hey, what's going on, uh, radio guys, man? Thank y'all do a great show, man. I was just trying to comment on what y'all were just talking about, and it's about uh, Missouri. And I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, is Missouri really filling the SEC, or do you think that they would try to make a move back to the Big 12? No chance, man. They're cashing those checks. They probably, from an eye, you know, when they first joined – the SEC, they were very successful. Yeah, they t- went to the championship game a couple of years. It I got think. rolled. Yeah, and then it caught up with them, I think, when uh, Gary Pinkle was the head coach there. Uh, he was there about 15 years and had a very successful run. Uh, but you're probably, Joe, I would say, uh, maybe if you're the head coach right there, Barry Odom, you probably would want to go back to the Big 12. But at this point, uh, the money is so lucrative in the SEC that I think Missouri is going to stay It's supposedly helped them on the recruiting front as well. It's more prestigious to play in the SEC, at least in recruiter, recruits' mind, I guess. So um, I guess to answer your question, I think probably not. But uh, Mike Sly brought him in because he wanted that St. Louis TV market, and that's what Missouri brings. Um, and that's, that's there's a lot of different factors as to why I think they'll probably stay. Um but uh, it's a good question. I mean, I think if you're, you know, if you're Auburn, you probably do want to get in the SEC East. Uh, or Tennessee. Or Tennessee. You want to stay there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, no, I think I think really at the end, really, unfortunately, a lot of this is so much driven by money, and that's why I think Missouri stays in the SEC East or West or the SEC in general. 
because I was, you know, I was just looking at the program, and before, when they were in the Big 12, they were pretty much like contenders in the Big 12. And, you know, besides those couple of years, like you said, since they hit the SEC, they just hadn't been what to do. And I was just trying to find out from an SEC standpoint, was that a hindrance to them now looking on it, having Missouri there, and not being able to go get like another team, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I was just wondering about it. Yeah, good question. That was just man. my take on it. Yeah, good good stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll tell you this, when Missouri and Texas A&M both came into the SEC, they came in with a pop. Now, Texas A&M came in with Johnny Manziel. Missouri came in exactly. sort of flying under the radar. Uh, they go to two SEC championship games. They get rolled by Auburn and Alabama, respectively. And, uh, yeah, they're back in the north. And, you know, in the Big 12, and I, I was living in Big 12 country for a long time, they were okay. They were like A&M. They, mm-hmm. weren't, except, they weren't Texas or Oklahoma. They weren't even close to those two. Uh, and then you throw in Kansas State as the third team out of that group. So, yeah, the, the paychecks are too much, man. Hey, I appreciate the call. Uh, yeah, the, the paychecks are too great, Jamie. Well, and both A&M and Missouri came into the SEC for different reasons. A&M probably wanted to distance themselves from Texas and get out of that. I think that's safe to say. You living in Texas, you, you know the animosity between those two. Yeah, they don't like each other. They don't like each other. And then, of course, Missouri uh, brought the TV market. So – and a chance for more revenue. So, and A and M saw it too. Uh, more revenue for them, as if they need it. Um, but all these things, uh, to, to Joe's point, I think, you know, would it have been better to try to maybe bring in a Florida State? Uh, I think, you know, years ago, Florida State was just a blip on the radar. They were terrible. And you know, since Bowden was there and so forth, um, you're looking at schools like that. I think at one point in time, Louisville was a contender. You have Kentucky and Louisville. Uh, in the, you know, in the SEC East. So I don't know exactly whether expansion is again on the horizon. I think if anything, you could see some schools in the Big Twelve, maybe Texas, for example. Texas and Oklahoma off, are looking. Are looking. Yeah. And Texas that's, and Oklahoma. Looking. I don't like this. I don't like all this uh, because none of it makes geographical sense. But uh, when's the last time? Common sense and the NCAA were using. Jimmy, the there's so sentence. much money here that geogra- geography doesn't isn't really a factor. The Pac-12 made a huge play for Texas a decade ago. Almost got them. Almost got them. They're doing the same thing now. It wouldn't surprise me to see Texas and, and Oklahoma both go as a package deal somewhere. Would not surprise me. Uh, that's a lot more heated rivalry than actually Texas and Texas A&M. Believe it or not, they, the Texas people just like their disdain for Texas A&M. Yeah, they hate Oklahoma. And vice versa. So rivalries make great conference opponents. They really do. And so it's important that that you continue that going on. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's LSU-Florida, it's a great rivalry game. Does it help LSU or Florida's cause, you know, going forward, trying to get to the SEC championship game? No, it does. You'd much rather play Missouri. You'd much rather play Vanderbilt. Give me Vanderbilt as my, as my opponent every year. You know who's got Mississippi State has that advantage? I think it's Mississippi State. No, I well, there's an uh, Ole Miss. One of the two. One of them, I think it's Ole Miss. Yeah, has advantage Rebels. Yeah. Well, after in, in, until the NCAA drops. No, the hammer. still, 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 you have an advantage. You're playing Vanderbilt. I'm playing Florida. I don't care what kind of NCAA penalties you're under. You're still playing Vanderbilt. That's a pretty good advantage. I'll take that. When I start looking at my schedule, and I start going. You know, I, and I do w it this time of year. W's and L's. I don't think you're ever putting a, a, a L up by Vanderbilt. I don't care what sanction you're under. All right. Well, 
uh, again, it ain't Florida. It ain't Florida. And I think, but but you know, you're uh, you're obviously your strength of schedule. If you if you do advance and let's say you go to the SEC title game and win that, I mean, you've obviously you're pretty much if you're an SEC champion, you're guaranteed. You're in. You're in the the, the playoff you're picture. In. Period. So look and, at Alabama's garbage they play. Chattanooga and people. I mean, come on, really? Well, and everybody play. And I'm not knocking. Everybody plays the puffs because you're playing in the SEC. I, I get that. Strength. Of, you, you're not going to schedule your way into the the college football playoff in the SEC. Go win the SEC championship game. You're in, guaranteed, a hundred percent. We won't even have the conversation. Uh, could the could the Big Twelve champ be left out? Uh, yeah, it's happened. It's not going to happen to the SEC champ. The only way who who played last year it was uh, Alabama. Who was the Florida? They played Florida. They played Florida in the SEC championship. If Florida had won that game, they'd have been left out. Yeah, they'd have been. That's the only scenario that 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 happens in. It's not going to be Alabama ever. Not going to be LSU. It's not going to be Georgia. Not going to be Florida. Usually, I mean, you still have to have the wins and everything, but and so. Again, now Tennessee is like, well, we don't really want to play Alabama, and Auburn's more geographically located. Auburn fan, and I love you guys, Nick Brown. Okay, we're going to put you in the SEC East. Yeah, you're going with Alabama because you're in the East, right? I mean, how can you not make that argument? So look at my Eastern teams, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee. There you Oh, and I'll throw Kentucky in there. There's your seven teams in the East. Yeah, see how see how yeah, see how Georgia likes. So that you one. have to bring in in order for for conference for for realignment purposes. You've only got five in the West now, so you've got to bring in two more. I'll, I'll throw Kentucky or Vanderbilt back in the yeah. in the West. Whichever one's the furthest West, which would be what Vanderbilt. Yeah, because Kentucky yeah Kentucky be further east. I taught geography. That's scary. Uh, yeah, so Kentucky would be uh, would be further east. So, so, so throw Vanderbilt back in the SEC West. You're not going to have – Brett Belima is not going to go, no, we don't want Vanderbilt. We want Georgia. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a pretty easy sell. So LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Arkansas, and Vanderbilt. How many Tiger fans would sign that contract today? Absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll see. As, as time goes on, I, I, I think you're, you're going to see in Texas – uh, I think Notre Dame has possibly, uh, you know, them doing their situation with the ACC, five games a year with ACC schools. Uh, if you're an independent, that's what you do. But that, to me, that's the school that really they're able to call their shots better than anybody else. They can else. schedule themselves in. They can schedule themselves in. And, uh, and they'll always, to me, uh, you know, they're at a competitive advantage in some cases. So. Good we'll stuff see. today, man. We covered a lot of stuff. Thanks to our sponsors today, GB Cooley, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, Spawnville, Lammy Lane and Monroe, Pamper, the special people in your life, folks, 318-807-1060, Spawnville, Lammy Lane in Monroe, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Powerworks, Gourmet Pizza by Design, and as always, our title sponsor, the man, the myth, the legend, now the owner of the Doggy Daycare, so you can pamper your pooch, and it probably wouldn't cost you $300, $400. And uh, go see him on uh, US 165 North in Monroe. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. The best pet care you get it for John Tabor. For Jamie, $300 lighter fox. I have Terry Walter. Stay tuned this afternoon for the Sports Company with Sean Fox. See you tomorrow, folks. Aloha. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all.
He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.